Anywho. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Just, Let's just open it with a roar. I have the urgency to just, not urgency, The I have the... <sighs> you okay? I just needed to breathe hard for a second. Yeah, hyperventilate a little. I guess so. I'm Get so the juices going. We, we're back from Tahoe. We are back from Tahoe. And apparently, in the nick of time, we came back from Tahoe, because guess what I saw in the news? It's on fire? No, but this mm-hmm. week, we missed out on getting visited by a home-invading foot fondler who's on the loose. I'm Whoa. not even kidding. There's some guy who's apparently going to these resorts in Tahoe, mm-hmm. sneaking into people's rooms and grabbing their feet at night. Just grabbing? Like, he's not even whipping it out and, like... Touching. I don't know if he's whipping anything out. He's just... Um, he's touching people's or women's feet. I mean, if you're getting that... Never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying... Well, no, no, Imagine no, no. having to worry about that, though, That's... on vacation. And I was sleeping right over on the front door. But you... I think you... Maybe you wouldn't have woken up, actually. I just remembered everything that you slept through. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I was going to say that front door is really hard to get through. It's just it's just an old door, so you kind of have to... When it's all the way closed, yeah. you have to throw your body against it to that's open true. it. That's true. It's a challenge. Yeah, but, but you, you, you know, wouldn't did, have woken we up. We did have all those, those shoes sitting on the front porch, and he would have known we had feet in there. I do think, though, that you would have woken up because Probably, yeah. your feet were never exposed. That's true. You'd have yes. to dig in there. Yeah. yeah. There's no correlation between me knowing that your feet were exposed and the guy. I mean, I was just lying right there. Yeah. So you could you could have told. I'm a pretty modest sleeper, but glad we missed out on that. Yeah. I mean, like what, Tahoe's just living in fear right now because of that guy. But what part of the lake? I think it was a different part of the lake, but mm-hmm. you know, you, it's easy to drive from. Different parts to the other. Sort of. I mean, north to south and west to east and vice versa all take an hour. But I mean, if you got... I guess, it's, it could be worth it for one good foot, I you was going to say that, actually. If you really want that foot action, then... It's How far a- would you go for it? <laughs> Which is like, that. that's actually funny. Like, did he have this moment where he was like, damn, the feet in my neighborhood suck. I'm going to drive over there. Well, that's how it starts, right? It starts with all the local feet. You get desensitized to the local feet, and you're like, there's more feet out there. Yeah, exactly. I have to. F- it's just I have to go find them. Yeah. That's so awesome. Dang, I think <laughs> we're in this guy's psychology. Maybe we can help the police track him down. <laughs> how useful is that? We go over there and it's like, hey, guys, he's looking for feet. Why am I compelled to help him? We're not trying to help him. We want him to get caught. How Don't about we- this? I help him, and then you help the police. You help him. Mm-hmm. You're going to become his accomplice or, and then I have to sick the police on you. Well, but now you're just ruining the game. What's the game? Why, why are you involved now? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to be a criminal. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we kind of we came home immediately to a bunch of business to take care of. Yeah, but- that's kind of what happens when you start to see a lot of things pile up and then you go, you know what? I can get taken care of later. Yeah. And then later comes and then you hate yourself. Then you're fucked. Yeah. It's kind of like that meme that uh, where this guy is getting hit by a car 
Mm-hmm. And the frame that the meme has on it has on it is the guy flying through the air saying the car there's a caption on the car that says that's a problem for future me mm-hmm. and then the guy flying through the air is future me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's exactly what it feels that's like that's perfect yeah but we're pivoting towards my project i guess now ooh yeah i don't know if i should i don't know if we should do that well, but we've been saying this whole time. We're we're starting pre-production in July. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, not, uh, that's 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 all, that's all I'm saying. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's all yeah, I'm yeah. saying. This is coming out on Tuesday anyway. Gotcha. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're pivoting to that. Yeah, we're 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 going to enter pre-production. Actually, we're entering pre-production officially, speak, basically, uh, officially yeah. right after this. Yeah, we, after we yeah. record this, we are. We are making plans and a bunch of... We're paperwork. meeting our friend on. Yeah. Our budget master. She is going to... Production whiz. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she she's going to... She's like a tornado. That's a good she, word. She just sucks everything into this little vortex. Yeah. And in the eye of the storm. Combines everything. Yeah, she just puts it all together. And then yeah. when she just whoosh, dissipates... It's all there. All in the right place. Exactly. That's not how a tornado works, actually. <laughs> I know that, that. The tornado doesn't put your house back on the ground. It, that's, she's like a, she's like a tornado if a tornado was polite. Good. Yeah. She, she's like a good natured tornado. Yeah. Imagine if tornadoes did that kind of catch and release. Because you know how fishermen. How fishermen, yeah. Yeah, they catch a fish, they look at it, poke its holes, and then they just. To throw it back in the water? Yeah. yeah. The tornado's just like, oh, check out this house. Exactly. Check out this cow. <laughs> That'd be so cool if tornadoes could eat stuff. If they were sentient beings. Now that, that would have shown up. That would be so cool. scary. That would be That would be a good movie, though. Hey, let's do, let's do a storm chasing kind of movie. That's a genre we don't talk about. Ooh, that could be like part two of the movie we were talking about in L.A. a long time ago. We took a vacation to L.A., uh, I don't know, a year ago or whatever. And in it, we we were thinking about making Volcano 2. I don't know if you remember oh, that Oh, yeah, because there, there was this low-budget movie that I think Joseph saw, and you wanted to... Not low-budget. had Kevin Costner in it, actually. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it sucked? Was that the... It's pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, the whole premise is that there is a dormant volcano underneath Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it wakes up and it comes to the surface and then it starts wreaking havoc. It's pretty dumb. Uh, but that's kind of funny. Like a volcano villain. That's what I'm trying to say. So Cause it th- can't really move. Does it? It just pops out of the ground and starts like throwing exactly. shit up and mm-hmm. it, like, Oh, you just get out of the way. And that's what I was, that's what I was saying. The yeah. second movie would be volcano two. Mm-hmm. It has feelings. The volcano comes that's a, back. That, that's the that's the subtitle. It has feelings. Yeah, it has feelings. Okay. That's what I named it. Okay. Because in this one, the volcano <laughs> is sentient, but the beginning starts with flashbacks of the first movie, mm-hmm. and it, except it has a voiceover of how the volcano felt at each point in the movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the audience realizes, oh, volcanoes are people too. Exactly. I feel different about this one volcano now. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like shark movies. Do you like shark movies? I like it's shark movie season for sure now. I like the first three Sharknados. Those are cool. 
Yeah, they're they're fun. Those the, kinds of movies are a little the fun. The third one was especially fun. Do you remember the title? No, what was it? It was Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't remember what happens in that one. Me either, but I'm pretty sure he has like a chainsaw at the end mm. of the movie or towards the end of the movie, and he starts killing sharks. with. The... I thought that was the first movie, because doesn't he like, doesn't, oh, there's that, there's that really weird scene toward the climax of the first movie where this great mm. white shark is like flying it, you know, like if this happened in real life, it makes uh, no sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this sh- the, this huge great white is flying over him. He's like on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. There's so much space around, you know. But he has this chainsaw. He runs toward it. Oh, interesting. He jumps, uh-huh. goes into its mouth with the chainsaw on. Oh, the shark like splats on the ground. Yeah, and then it's silent for a moment because. People are like, oh, is he alive? Is he, oh. yeah, and yeah. then then you hear the chainsaw. Like, he's at the other end of the shark now. Mm-hmm. He's chainsawing his way out. And there's this... I remember the first time I saw it, I was, it was like watching a live birth or something, but it's a grown man because he, like, Coming chainsaws out and he bursts out. They're like, ah! like, he's screaming. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's awesome. So, it's so dramatic. That's so cool. Yeah, I'll always remember that. I definitely... I have to go back and watch all of them. I want to watch, I especially want to watch up until the one where they go into space. They go uh, to space? Yeah, she's pregnant in space. Like she Tara co- Reed? Yeah, I think she comes back from the dead in the movie. Yeah. And then she gets pregnant. And then she's pregnant in space. I don't know what what leads to the sharks going into space. I guess where else are they going to go at this point? They've been everywhere. Yeah. I feel kind of good for Tara Reid, like, being in on the joke, because normally she's mm-hmm. just the joke. It's got to be rough. Yeah, I guess... I feel like there's a lot we don't know about her. We probably underestimate her. Maybe. I think people just need the right push. I think she probably... Because I, I didn't know until recently... What's that one movie? She's in, she's like in this band with Rosario Dawson. With the Pussycat Dolls? It's Me. like this early 2000s... Je- oh, Gem... No, no, it wasn't Jem, but it's like this early 2000s movie that I've, I've never seen before. But I found out recently that she's in it. Mm-hmm. And that, that was when she was really young, obviously. And apparently she, play, she plays this really ditzy blonde, mm. the stereotypical one. And I'm wondering yeah. if that's the point where people were just typecasting her. Yeah. Being... Like, could we have seen more range if people were, like, less sexist? Maybe. You know what's funny, though? I truly believe that if you have an actor, if you have... And I, I guess that's the point is that in Hollywood or any movie where there's money that's being lit on fire, you mm-hmm. don't have the time. But I, in, in my experience, you can get good performances out of people if you just take the time. I guess you just have to decide if it's worth your time or not. To yeah, sit that's there, the thing because people, some people have the time and some people don't. Exactly. It's hard. I don't know, because I'm not a very experienced actor. I've mm-hmm. taken acting classes recently. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of focus on just making sure my eyebrows aren't going crazy, because that right. drives me crazy when there's a new actor, and they're just like, wow. Really? Oh, my God, I'm so mad. Okay, well, if you do that, but I think... <laughs> but sometimes they're just constantly moving, and I think that's a coping mechanism when you're starting out. I don't think so that's I that try, I try to just sort of keep it the feelings located in my actual eyes, you know? I don't know. I, like I try the way... to feel it in my eyes. I see. I like the way Amelia Clark acts, and she's very much an eyebrow. Was she the one that you showed me? You showed me this gif of like um, someone on a red carpet with eyebrows. 
Yes. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she moves her eyebrows a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's so expressive. Which, like, that's fine. I can see that working. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of the time it looks really not real. I see. You know, like, kind of cartoony. Well, the other thing that helps you is that, like, the camera likes your face. That's good to know. You, like, you look good on camera. Thanks. Yeah. That's, that's, That's the nice part. That's good to because know. then you're. I'm not trying to get my dick sucked or anything. No, 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 no. I appreciate it. But, so. but I'm saying that because you have kind of both parts, not one has to do more heavy lifting than the other, right? And yeah. especially with good direction, I feel like you just shine. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I try not. I don't want to be like overboard. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I try to lean towards subtlety. Yeah, because I do. I do feel. I mean, in, in my acting classes, I've been told my eyes are really expressive because mm-hmm. i did i did one of them i did a whole acting class wearing masks during covid right right so that's all they could see anyway and mm-hmm. so we were doing all those test um videos and i go out of feedback on my eyes mm-hmm. so that, that was that that made me feel like i was doing something right definitely yeah 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 you have to you definitely have to use the one of the it's actually one of the tools that i helped for my that helped for myself when we were doing auditions mm-hmm. for train wreck yeah was I kept focusing on the eyes mm-hmm. because tone and inflection, all those things that make you believe what someone's saying, uh, a lot of people had that. It just, it really came down because a lot of the actors we had were super well prepared. Yes, yeah. so they it were came great. yeah it came down to those little choices that they were making for the characters that we had them read, and one of the things I focused on was definitely their eyes. Mm-hmm. It was just the eyes make you, the, the eyes sell it. That's like yeah. the final sell. That's probably so also part of why you like close-ups. I love close-ups. I don't, <coughs> I haven't made many movies myself, but something that I love to include in all of them are the cl- are just extreme close-ups of eyes. Yeah. I just love, I love that so much. It just tells you, like, oh, oh, one of the things I just saw that I had a lot of appreciation for, me and John were sitting in the car the other day waiting for a friend for dinner, mm-hmm. and he was showing me this TikTok of the last, or yeah, the last maybe two minutes of Whiplash, mm-hmm. and the, ex- not they, they weren't extreme close-ups, there were close-ups that kept pushing in, but it never became an extreme close-up, but it's this push-in on Fletcher's face when he's looking at oh man, just uh, I was gonna say J.K. Rowling. That is not his <sighs> name. Uh, J.K. Simmons when he's looking at J.K. <laughs> Simmons, and it just keeps the, their eyes. They're looking at each other, mm-hmm. and I love that they kept zooming in on their eyes because that's all you needed to see. Yeah, just just this part of their face to see that they had concentration, focus, and then joy. Yeah. Like they were, it was like they were like soul morphing. (laughs) I knew you're going to roll your eyes at that, but I'm just saying that it was so obvious to see their expression. I mean, that's why I like it so much. I mean, you can just tell so much by looking at it. I still need to see that movie all the way through. Really? Yeah. I've only seen parts of it. It's Sometimes it's hard to watch for sure. I bet, yeah. Especially when he's being... 
like a piece of shit to, towards the students. Yeah, you know, I've, I'm finding I have like a low tolerance for watching people just be really mean. Which is, yeah. You know, that, that's what, it always going to be a lot of movies. It always makes make me question possible. myself a little bit too yeah. because I, I think I'm okay enough with myself. I'm secure enough to admit I'm not the most talented of producers, filmmakers, whatever you want to call it. So I am perfectly comfortable walking away from a situation where a mentor would start to do like play psychological games with me. And I've, and I've also learned that throughout my life, Mm -hmm. what it looks like when people do that to you. Right. So when I automatically start feeling that way, I kind of just step outside the box and go, yeah, you're not going to do that to me. I'm yeah. just going to leave. See, I don't have that power at all. Really? No, not at all. See, it gets th- me instantly. I like to, I like to think that I know when I see it, uh, but then it'll happen anyway, and I fall for it instantly. That's just kind of how my brain is wired. I see. I don't have the the um the sense of self that you do. I guess. Mm. Well, I hope if that was happening, I could pull you out of it. But that, also, that'd be very helpful. Also, I'm not defending abuse at all. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, but it's that's but you those have kind, those kinds of people that you are inevitably going to run into. Yes, but also I was going to say you have so much talent that if someone did push you that way, you would get something crazy good out of it. Yeah, I could channel that into writing something. Like yeah, that. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because for him, it's drumming, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it was for say screenwriting and it was you, I could see you. Meta. That'd be really funny to have such an angry screenwriting teacher. Yeah, all those guys are chill. Yeah, they're they're not they're not they're not, they're not scary people. At least not the ones I've had. Yeah, I, maybe I've it's never... different at USC or something like that. I feel like the most uptight people in film are director types and stuff like that. Yeah, directors and producers. Yeah, because they have their visions. Vision. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their artistry. Oh, vision. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think another thing is mm-hmm. I get told all the time in real life that I'm really hard to read. So that makes me feel more conscious about that's like, a good thing though. Yeah, but the, the the thing is is when it comes to acting. Oh then I then I'm like, do I look like an average human being reacting so they're to like, this? You, you know? gotta you gotta turn it up a little bit. Yeah, I have okay. I have to emote more than normal. Mm-hmm. But I do feel when I get into it and I can start you know, there's always emotional shifts in a scene. Yeah. She has like this, this current mm-hmm. ups and downs and stuff. Yes. If I start feeling those shifts, like actually physically in my eyes, that's when I know I'm in the zone. If I'm like, okay, it's time to, we're switching into this mode now. Yeah. And then I feel my eyes adjusting. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, it's working. That's good. Yeah. That's a good, that's good that you have a, a marker for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was going to say, it is better to have what you have what you're saying mm-hmm. than having someone who's too used to theater and having to try and pull them Rain back. them in. Yeah. 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 Because even when that's they, a good point. Yeah. Cause even when they think they're being subtle, like they have to tone it down even more. Yeah. And I think that's just maybe my inexperience directing theater people, because I know some people are definitely capable of separating and turning into a different mode when they're in front of camera. But I guess as a as someone who was in theater, I, I, I guess I have that problem. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. I have to go, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, my God, the baby. Oh, my. I don't know what. I don't know examples right now. <laughs> oh, my God, you had the abortion. You know what I mean? 
Like, how would you read that line? You know what I mean? Yeah. Compared with like on stage versus. Yeah. Because if, if the line was, oh, my God, you had the abortion, mm-hmm. then. Then you're saying that to people who are like really far away from you. Not, watching. N- no. <laughs> I mean. No, I mean like literally in an audience. Oh, right. Like in the theater? live audience kind of thing. But I'm saying in a script, right? If you were being directed and somebody told you, say this line. Oh, my God, you had the abortion. Then, but say it like you're genuinely surprised. It would be hard for me to not automatically go, oh, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) How would you do it for like a, like a camera thing? Hmm. I guess it depends on the character, but if I was like a dramatic uncle or some Mm. shit, I guess uh, it's going to be terrible, but I think, I guess I would say it. Oh man, it's so hard. (laughs) It's a little awkward. Sorry, yeah, I just put you on the spot. No, no, that's fine though. I, I want to try it. Okay, okay, let me. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, you had the abortion. That's fucking awful. Whoa, that was awful. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's, and it's, I, I probably fucked you up because I it's start. I no, can't even. I was just trying serious. to stick to the character, like oh, surprised uncle, like who makes everything crazy or whatever. I just felt dumb. <laughs> it is. This is like a on the situation to start acting i Super, guess yeah, yeah 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 but see i don't i can't just pull it out it's hard i have to have someone guide me through it wait can't okay you you, you yeah. tell me that so you're the, i'll pretend you just told okay, me sure. i'll, I'll react to that oh perfect okay. okay hey i'm having <laughs> no <laughs> do it again do it again okay, Sorry. Okay, okay okay hey i'm having the abortion Wait, now I just realized the line is stupid because I can't say, oh my God, you're having an abortion. Wait, let's, okay. You, you say, oh, I'm having the, uh, or no, good. I'm going to flush the baby. You're going to flush the baby. Yeah. Was I supposed to keep God? I don't know. I thought that. <laughs> I forgot what I was even supposed to say. Wait, this is. Oh my God, you're having the abortion. Oh my God. Right, but then you, then then I I fucked it up because I told you to tell me you're having an abortion. Uh huh. So then I would just be repeating the news, you know. Yeah. So either we need to change my line or your line. Okay. So oh so no you okay you tell me uh-huh. I have something to tell you. And then I'll put the pieces oh, together. There we go. Okay. All right. Let's try it again. Hey, so you know how Jeremy came inside of me? Yeah, you mentioned that. Well, I don't think I'm keeping it. Oh my god. You're you're having the abortion. That wasn't bad. Not bad. There you yeah. go. See, I, I didn't laugh this time. That's nah, yeah, 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 yeah. But that looked like genuine surprise. Okay. Good. Yeah. I can't do that. I feel like I did it a little bit like, oh my God, you're having the abortion? Not <laughs> just a tad. A little bit. But it was a That's good, like, it was a good start. Okay. Like you gave me a lot to work with to begin with. If, like, I, like if I was directing you. I love how you started that conversation, by the way. Oh, like, yeah. you, you know how I tell you every time what my boyfriend comes inside me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know who you are. I guess I was trying to throw you off. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. But I... I did it naturally. Yeah, that, like was, I was, naturally that ch- was actually the most natural version of the conversation. We just. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, my God. That's what I consider natural. Well, yes. This has been a Doomsday Sister Wives acting workshop. There you go. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> it. Oh, my God. We didn't even say hi. 
Oh, but no, we did. We did. We did. We did. We did. Yeah, okay. I did. Yeah, don't worry. Okay, good, good, good. At least one of us. We can do hi. it again. Do you want to say hi? Hi to everybody, especially you in Belgium. Belgium. You still haven't reached out to us, man. Yeah, I, get on. get in the Q and A thing and and drop us your name. Yeah, man. let us know you hear us. Yeah, yesterday when I was at the radio station, somebody was listening to the radio station at the university yeah. from Alabama. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Maybe they were a former student. They knew the DJ. Okay. Yeah. So That is interesting. Wait, what? T- it was late at night, wasn't it? Uh, the radio show that I went to, yes. It was from 10 to 2. Oh, okay. So pretty late. I didn't even stay for the entire thing. I, I left at 1230. Yeah. I was just so sleepy. I had a long day. But it was really fun. Uh, if it... I'll give you a quick plug, Alfredo, whom I love very much. I don't think you listen to this podcast, but it's okay. I don't okay. think so either. But You're still cool, Alfredo. If you want to listen to cool house house music and you want like a nice little playlist to jam out to in the yeah. middle of the night, tune in to KSJS uh, on Thursdays from 10 to 2. Great house music. I was partying it up. He had a great selection, and he has like all these RGB lights mm-hmm. in the little studio. That sounds so nice. It was hard not to go like. Mm. This is on campus, yeah. And on campus, yeah. yeah, yeah, really cool. Nice, yeah. Good job, Alfredo. Yeah, can get you some more fans. Yeah, he'll 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 be there till the end of August. That's great. Yeah. Have you have you been watching the Idol? Everyone's Amer- talking about American Idol. No, the HBO one with the weekend. What? Did you hear about that? You haven't even heard about that. No, what is that? It's Sam Livingston. Livingston. He's the same guy who does Euphoria, and everyone's really pissed off. Oh, isn't off. he like a weirdo or something? He's a fucking yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's um. It didn't register with me until I realized that that show is like a lot of like it's very hypersexual. It's very like when you think you you know I could. Maybe in college, mm-hmm. I could watch shows that were still about like teenage trauma because it wasn't that far away from me. Yeah. The older I get, the more uncomfortable I get with shows like that. Mm. And thinking about how, like, are there really this many people who want to watch a bunch of teenagers take drugs and have sex and fuck up their lives? Apparently. I mean, it's a very popular show. It just makes me sad. Super popular. <laughs> I don't like watching kids get in those situations, you know? It's... It seems exploitative. It seems very, very motivated by by sexual stuff. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's like... It would make more sense to, like, have them be in college or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, why can't... Why can't... If they have to have sex so much, why can't they be adults at least? Yeah. I guess... Because what... It's just... I... Back, 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 like, long time... When I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. watching... you know, those after school shows about teen like Degrassi and shit like that, which yeah. is nowhere near Euphoria League. Yeah. You know, it's so not graphic. Right. But I I obviously Most you, things happened off screen in that show, right? Yeah, most yeah. 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 Cause also it's it was just like um supposed to be on cable or something. I don't know. Okay, whatever whatever gotcha. on, well, on Disney no. No, it, it was it was um there was this network that used to exist called the N or Noggin. Whoa, Do I you, don't know. You don't know Noggin. No, oh my god. That but yeah. um 
It used to be this thing called Noggin that mm-hmm. they would air those on in the U.S. And then I think they huh. switched maybe to Nickelodeon. At least uh, I remember them playing. Yeah, I remember them playing it at Nick at Night. Yeah. Yeah, because I I used to hate the admitting that I liked that those kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would sneak away. You'd wait, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's you know the thing. I think the thing is, is when you're a teenager and you're watching those shows, mm-hmm. you see those sort of things as like, like it's telling you what's what high school is supposed to be like. Right. It makes you normalize it in your mind and think yeah. like maybe it's even aspirational. Definitely, I, 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 yeah. I used to think that. I'd be yeah, like, That's yeah, sick. It's, yeah, yeah. And then you grow up, mm-hmm. and you have more perspective to to know how that affects mm-hmm. those kids while they're doing it. So then, when you see it on TV again, it just makes you sad. You're like, this is how you fucking destroy yourself. Like, this is self destructive shit. Yeah. And these kids are going to be so messed up for like the next ten years. But there, here's this here's this guy in his forties or whatever who's still trying to make all these shows about really sad young people having too much sex and drugs you know yeah maybe he should write a show about himself <laughs> people are just like dude this is just about a 40 year old guy who likes to write a be yeah who likes to write about kids having sex that like, you've been doing s- this your whole life <laughs> but i guess this, the story about the idol I, we were talking about it a little bit on the car ride home oh wait what, what is that okay wait, so wait, so that one idol? it has a uh, lily rose depp and the weekend they're the two stars Lily Rose. Wait a minute. Isn't that... Oh, wait. I, I remember reading, like, a headline, and it's like, dude, there's, like, there's like a sex scene every 15 minutes. Exactly. And it's disgusting. The, the whole... So the first 10 minutes of the pilot, mm-hmm. the the big um, thing going on is everyone finding out that there's this leaked image mm-hmm. of um, the Lily Rose Depp character with, like, cum on her face. Okay. That's how it starts. Yeah. That's how the show fucking starts. And oh, they're wait, like, wait. they're supposed to be in high school? No, no. She's like, she's probably like 21. Okay. So they're, they're in college. She's not in college. She's a, she's a celebrity already. So that's why it's such a big scandal. Okay, she's gotcha. like a, she's like a pop star. Gotcha. Okay. So she, she's a singer. She's doing kind of like a Britney thing. Okay. The singing and dancing stuff. And so that's that's the first thing that happens in the show. Everyone's freaking out about it. And mm-hmm. I, I think they end up twisting it into like, well, we'll just make it her album cover so she can reclaim it. That's how empowerment works for females. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't, I don't, that's not how that works. If that was how that worked, can you imagine how many male celebrities would have come on their faces in their album covers? I mean, seriously. There's a reason why they don't do that. Y- yeah, I so. <laughs> You know, it's, it's it's like that's so the kind of thing that women will like convince themselves is empowering to cope. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. It's, I mean, it's such bullshit. Of course, was... of course, this guy is writing it like that. That that's how it is. Oh, that's one of those men writing women type of. Uh... Yeah. Oh God. Uh, it's it, apparently. I think. I think it was um, like Tino Yolanda or Christine or somebody. One of the other. I guess any of the other women who was on the trip, but me. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about it and how. The show started, it used to be a completely different show. They yeah. already filmed a pilot yeah. for it, and it was conceived and written by a woman. I forget her name. Oh. And The weekend was involved in it. And I guess I guess that Sam guy was involved in it too, but mm-hmm. those two guys, they got upset that it wasn't more about The weekend slash sex. Okay. So they redid the entire thing. There were whole characters that were cut from the pilot, female ones, obviously. Mm-hmm. And now it just focuses on the weekend being this cult leader who 
takes Willie Rose Depp under his wing and fucks her a lot and brainwashes her, I guess. Damn, that's kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's only five episodes. They can't they can't they canceled it. They already canceled the they whole show. They already canceled it. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like, I, I don't know the exact situation. I don't know if this means, like, we're not even going to see the whole first season because they're not putting out any more episodes. Oh. But they had come to the decision to cancel it, like, two episodes in. What a... Which that is just... kind of wild. I don't know if that's ever happened with an HBO thing. That just seems like such a short-sighted decision. I don't know. When, whenever people step away from interesting characters and... And they focus more on the, I don't know, maybe because they, maybe because he's a celebrity, they're like, oh, we should like, we should make make him the star. I don't know. We should make him look good and desirable and sexy, but he's like not even a good actor. I guess. I think I just believe more in ensemble casts. I love ensemble casts. Yeah, it, it's better to see people have chemistry and and interact with one another in interesting ways. Yeah, I like that instead. They were probably like, oh, there's too many interesting women in this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to think of like an actor that I'd be so down for to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. We should definitely just have the one dude like focus on him. Mm-hmm. Even in Schwarzenegger movies, like he plays well with the other cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing, I think the first thing that comes to mind is Terminator. Mm-hmm. It's just an interesting little trio. Yeah. The, the dynamic between the three characters. It's not just about him. Like, obviously, he's doing a lot of heavy lifting, which is fine. Yeah. But it's not all about him. Mm-hmm. I, it always sticks with me, like, the lessons that we learned in screenwriting, which mm-hmm. is one of one of them being that if you want a really interesting scene, one, have the tension be interesting to begin with, mm-hmm. and two, have each character get to their maximum effort. Yes. That was always the key words that I used to envision a scene. Maximum effort. Yeah. If a character, if all the characters, because everybody wants something in a scene, right? That's like the most basic way to break down a scene. Yeah. yeah. If if nobody gets to their maximum effort, it's not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why convincing scenes are so not interesting unless there's real stakes that have been mm-hmm. built up to that scene. Yeah. What what was that kind of we were always talking about like seduction scenes. Yeah. Like oh man, I was always bad at those. I could never really figure out the key to those ones. And I was thinking I wish I can go back and take Yeah, and... yeah. We were like like really pay attention. I was paying attention. Mm. I was paying attention too. I yeah, was... for sure. And it was, I mean it was I, I put everything into those classes. Yeah. I was trying real. to I was trying to learn so I could turn in my assignments on time. <laughs> that was really my goal. <coughs> I'm just trying to get the work done. But you got a lot out of it. I did get a lot of that. Out it, of it makes it. you write. It makes you. I definitely know how to identify good writing. Yeah. That that at the very least I know how to do. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard some people say that it kind of ruins watching movies and TV shows, but I feel like it makes it better for me. If it's because then then if I if I watch something really good, I get really excited about whatever really good things I saw in it. I'm just I'm more like an animal. I just, <laughs> if it's really good, I forget everything mm-hmm. and I just am enjoying the ride. Like every time I try to go back and take notes on Inception, mm-hmm. I can only get maybe partway into the second act without dropping it and just like, just like zoning in on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing we can end on. Yeah. Earlier when we were grabbing our stuff to record the podcast, you saw that I had painted 
stuff. Yeah. The other day, I painted with our my friend or our friend Yolanda. Just you know, have fun and see what we came up with. You know, we're not artists at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one person in our group. That's not true. <laughs> if Sam watches this, he's gonna be like, "Oh, <laughs> only one of us can paint, huh?" No. I don't know. There's a couple of people who can paint, but mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely not me or Yolanda. So we started with like a Bob Ross video, mm-hmm. and it's not like I was expecting to do good, but you just forget how difficult of a skill it is to because. He's going in there. He makes it look easy. Oh, my gosh. He just takes the brush and he just like dabs. He just dabs everything. And he sh- yeah. You know what I think might have helped you guys if you had bigger canvases? Not only if we had bigger canvases, if we had a wider selection of brushes. Yeah. Because he was to, to create the trees. His whole thing is the wide angled brush, mm-hmm. which is kind of it looks like an eyelash that's been just put on a brush. Mm-hmm. That's how wide it is. But then he turns it sideways and then he creates yeah. the stem. Just and then he just. I can picture it just oh, because I've seen goodness. it before. Yeah. And he's so yeah. good. He's so calming. I actually, I was making fun of him as we were going along, uh, especially because, you know, it's so easy to get frustrated. Yeah. So I was, I was just repeating everything. He goes, what do you say? There's no uh-huh. such thing as mistakes. Only happy accidents. Happy accidents. Yeah. yeah. And then the way he says it so calmingly, mm-hmm. there's there's no such thing as mistakes. Just happy accidents. And it's just like, you know what? Is that on? Maybe. Jesus Christ. The dog just went crazy. We're expecting on. Yeah, we're expecting <laughs> our friend right now. Anyway, here we're going to Yeah, we got to go. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Shout out to Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. Shout out to everyone. Yeah. Follow the rainbow. Films. Gabagol Pictures. Follow us on Instagram. Bye, everybody.